Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. What are you up to? Just hanging out. You know, I just woke up from a good nap. <laughs> <laughs> Always good. Come on, quarantine nap. <laughs> Come through. Listen, I'm sorry. It's a struggle. <laughs> it's fine. All the time. This is why I can't can't cake on the phone at the house because <laughs> are you using the Wi Fi sis? Uh, now I had to get off of the Wi-Fi because that was the problem in the first place. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Me and me and Dex have talked about it plenty. Yeah. But, oh. Uh, did y'all see the, uh, it, you see the last dance? The Michael Jordan thing? Not there yet. Man, it's about to be ninety. It's about to be nineties nostalgia everywhere. Yeah, it already is. I've seen a lot of people posting shoes. Yeah, they released the fire red fives in the middle of it, and I was like, man, I can't get those because they're sold out already. I was mad. They definitely sold out. My homeboy is a sneakerhead, and he told me. Because I had texted him when I saw that they dropped them. And I was like, did you know that these was coming out? He's like, yeah, they dropped it during the show. It, they were gone in five minutes. Yeah. It's crazy. He was like, I couldn't even get none. It's like, dang, who got money out here in these times? Oh, I forgot. Everybody else. Because everybody <laughs> else got their stimulus with me. Give us this check. <laughs> Bro. Heard. I ain't even going like, this might be a stunt. It might not be. I straight got paid Saturday too, so like I'll ball. <laughs> hey, wait, it's a lot of people like, out here. If you're lucky enough to work, that's the only people that's going to benefit off the stimulus. If you're actually working right now, yeah. But that's time. I mean, no, because us unemployed people are supposed to also be drawing unemployment. Yeah, but they're bullshitting on that too. A lot of the people that I worked with have already gotten their unemployment with the $600 per week thing. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I will say this. One of the uh, stupid things I will buy is I'm going to add a couple F-boy aesthetics to my look to try to get girls. So I'm definitely getting a gold chain. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna work, bro. I think that's what I'm missing. Like, if I add a little gold, because 
Jordan. Michael Jordan had those two gold chains on in that uh, slam dunk contest. I was like, that is balling. <laughs> you have to have the gold earrings to match, though. Ooh, that might be a little too hood for me. <laughs> what do you want? What do you want? Do you want the women or do you not? We like a little hood. I ain't trying to. I know I, I want a little hood, but I ain't trying to be too hood. Like, yeah, this dark skin will look good with gold, but a little too much gold might attract the wrong person. <laughs> Never. We like someone who can do both. You know, as long as you don't do it all the time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just a little Saturday night stunt. <laughs> like yeah. a little casual stunt. Right. But a little hood can't be too hood. I already attract hood girls. That shit is not the mood, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Take me to a whole other level of ratchet. Be like, no, sir. <laughs> a mess. But yeah, a little, a little hood will go a long way. Well, good for you. I'll just still be over here waiting on my money. So <laughs> <laughs> it'll come, sis. <laughs> Gotta Listen, believe. I've been checking, checking my account. Ain't it? Still ain't nothing. <laughs> pending in that hole. Nothing is pending. That's the worst feeling in the world. You'd be like, man, please. It's like waiting on the golden ticket from Willie Walker. You'd be like, man, if I, if I peel the quarters off, I might see it. Might not. And it hurts. It cuts even my deeper because I had to... What is that? Listen, my bank doesn't even show what's pending. I just kind of have to like open it up and pray it's there. Redstone always shows really? pending. Yeah. Regis doesn't know it. Somebody else told me that. They said Wells Fargo doesn't either. Yeah. See, I, I've, I've had Regions and Wells Fargo, and I don't like neither one. No. Nah. And then after Wells Fargo did all that fraud stuff, I ain't rocking with that. Yeah, I had to let them go. I had both. Yeah. I only had Reds. No, I did have. When I was in Louisiana, I had Chase Bank. But yeah, that I've only had Reds, so mostly. Like, cause, yeah, but I ain't messing with Wells Fargo. No Not way. Now my <laughs> <laughs> never. But uh, <laughs> what were you gonna talk? About? Oh. Racist kids. <laughs> oh yes, honey. How do we introduce that? The TikTok cheering. Listen, TikTok is like I don't know how I feel I about TikTok. Explain it as I get deeper into it, because it's a lot of it racism. Feels like, yeah, if, and it, honestly, it feels like TikToks go viral way faster than anything on any other platform mm -hmm. yes totally um and i'm trying to figure out why is it is it just because there's more people on tiktok now or what other thing is you can it's, it's, you can save video from tiktok so somebody else's tiktok you could download it and then share it and then because it has a little tag on it everybody can now go to that person so that might be part of it because like on twitter you can only retweet or uh like what yeah 
My dog's right beside oh, you me. Got, you got Cooper loose. Yeah. I've been having him out more lately. But yeah, I think that's part of it. But also, they you, people do such wild stuff on it for them to go viral. And it's like, it's not even underneath. This is right in front of you. You'd be like, yeah, I'm pandering. <laughs> like, bro. Literally. But I don't know. Yeah, so um, they've been with the 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 new the newest racist kids. <laughs> <laughs> the new racist on the block. <laughs> right. They uh, <laughs> they somebody has been posting like uh, fake photos of them crying because yeah. I responded to one of them and I was like, this is not even it's not even a person that committed the crime. Yeah, and I saw a lot of people make fake uh, IG accounts. I guess we should reference. Um, what up? Let me let Cooper out for a second. Okay. I asked her if she missed her kids. Yes, I do. I actually do miss going to work. I miss them <laughs> a year, but it's, yeah, this has been the craziest year ever. Yeah, I bet. What grade do you teach? I teach sixth grade. Social studies, English, and a little bit of math. Like, usually I put them up. Hopefully this works. My bad. Okay. So, where are we? Okay, (laughs) let's get back. So, we were first talking about the TikTok kids. Uh Uh-huh. so as as a teacher, Mrs. Jones, <laughs> if you had some children who who did something like these children, like what these children did, which I guess we should describe what they did. They made a very stupid video of them saying, uh, "What are the ingredients of an N word?" They didn't say inward, but then they uh poured in water, and it'd be like uh the first one was they don't have a father or something. The next right. one was they go to jail and a whole bunch of other stu. Oh uh, they like Rob watermelon people. and chicken rob people. Yeah. So yeah, and then they posted it thinking and it was the last cute. One was, uh... The last one was make bad decisions, and instead of pour water in, they like turned on the faucet. Yeah, so while, there would be like a ton of water coming into what makes an N word. All while making a bad decision, which is so ironic, and it's so <laughs> like you got to point at the screen, like yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. So these were these were high school seniors. So they were very well aware of what they were doing. Um, everything that they they did was with malicious intent. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what's real and what's not, but apparently their school was contacted. And I don't know how their school is handling it, especially now being that none of these kids are really walking for graduation. They expelled but, it. Yeah. Okay, so that means that they're not going to be able to graduate. Mm-mm. 
And then I think they took away the girl's uh, scholarship to whatever school she was going to go to. Yeah, her colleges were contacted as well. Yeah, because, you know, black Twitter stay woke. <laughs> they will find so I want to know. I want to know what, as a teacher, if you had some kids that did this and you found out, what what would be your reaction? What would you do? How would you, how would you handle that? Uh, my first reaction would be, you know, obviously disappointment because in the classroom, teachers are more than teachers. Like we're teaching more than subject matter. Hopefully at some point we're teaching, you know, manners, whatever kids are lacking at home, that's where teachers are supposed to fill the gap. So if that was my student, especially at the high school level, I would feel a great level of disappointment. <laughs> because it feels like mm-hmm. I failed in some way teaching you that this is wrong. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the like demographics of their school, but um, for them to feel that bold that they can say stuff like that with going to school with the kids they go to school with, that's that's not right. It was somewhere, somewhere in Georgia, so you really never know. Um, right, right. But anywhere outside of Atlanta, hey, <laughs> not a surprise. <laughs> never know. We, I had a, a situation in my classroom with um, my first year with a little like racism when I came back from uh, being gone for my wedding. And I came back and found out that a student said something to another student that was racist. And it hurt. So I was like, you said this. And it was a black student saying it to another black student. But I was like, I can't believe you said this because you wouldn't want someone else to say that to you. So we definitely have to, you know, you have to contact parents. You have to have a, a definitely a conversation with that student to make them understand. Like, I don't like, tell me your thinking behind this. And how do you not know that it was wrong? And then you have to allow the opportunity for correction. In yeah. I, I always wonder in these situations like to me the first thing to do is contact the parents but Absolutely. honestly the parents is more than likely where they're learning this from a lot of the time and so then it's like what do you do in that situation <laughs> because then you can you can never be too sure that they will ever be put on the right track because they have somebody reinforcing that what they did and what they got in trouble for was in fact not wrong. But I don't know like, if these I don't, two kids. I wonder what their home like is is like. Like, but also with kids though, a lot of them might not necessarily have learned that stuff at home. It looks like they were just saying that stuff to joke with their friends and. I mean, they were they, trying to be edgy. Picked it up from other kids that they've been around, but still it came from somewhere. Like I've noticed like with my uh my nephew Noah, because he stays on YouTube a lot, and they watch p- gamers gaming, they get indoctrinated yeah. by a lot of stuff that you know that they didn't get from home because like Noah will say like white racist stuff and be like I know he definitely didn't hear that from his two black ass parents <laughs> so like and he's a, a full on Trump supporter too so you know it's, it's weird who Noah yes Noah wants to build that wall 
to keep oh, the clowns wow. out. <laughs> well, you're right I'm though. A- Sometimes it doesn't it doesn't come from home all the time, which is why the first thing that you have to do is contact home so that you can let parents know that like even though if it does come from your home, it can't be tolerated in a school setting. Right. Not when you have so many different kids from so many different diverse backgrounds and home situations, you just never know. But you have to teach them that this is definitely not acceptable at at school. Right. That's mm. parents are the first contact. Um, I also saw this. Oh my bad. No, you go. I was gonna change. I was gonna say I, I wouldn't even know how to like move around these students after. You know what I'm saying? If I was one of their teachers after finding a video like this as a black woman, I just wouldn't even know like how to even go about interacting with them. <laughs> right. Because like, now I know that you have zero respect for me. Now I know what you think of me. Honestly, as a teacher, I'm supposed to be professional and cordial, but the relationship outside of being a teacher like there there are students that you want to be a little bit more for than just a teacher right and I feel like if I'm building a relationship like that with some students and then find something out like this mm, (laughs) I wouldn't know what I would be conflicted you know I'm saying it's like do you continue to pour into them and show them how wrong they are or do you just let life teach them yes you do you continue to pour into them (laughs) but you have to do it in a way where you are protected so like you still want to make sure that you're doing your job you're still going to get these lessons i'm still going to hit these standards I'm going to grade yes. your work fair. And, and then you keep it to a minimum. Like you put yourself in a position to where nothing that you do can be held against you when it comes down to it. Like you should have the, the education system backing you. I didn't grade right. you unfortunately. You did your work. I graded it. I put it in. You're going to graduate. Like, and then, you know, when we were in high school, we had like some teachers that you were just closer to mm-hmm. than yeah. others. And so t- and teachers, when they get comfortable with students or they want to like strengthen that relationship, then they will. And you don't have to do it with every every student. Right. Like I'm just really required to teach the standards, but my job, because I'm you know, I care about the kids. Sometimes I do make a stronger relationship with them. Like I'm very worried about like what is your home life like? Like, are your siblings okay? You know, do you have everything that you need? But it's not a requirement. I'm really just required to teach the students. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, like my mom's taught for this would be her twenty fifth year, so like I'm like I hear her story. Yeah, Huntsville City Schools. <laughs> so uh, like I hear like she's getting to the age now to where she's tired of teaching these little kids. <laughs> like she's like the younger like millennials that like they have a better grasp on it than the older teachers. So with all the stuff going on, like in the quarantine, like having to do the online learning and everything, it's harder for like her to do this than like, I'm sure it is for you and your coworkers. So like, what's the hardest thing to you right now about doing this? 
Um, the hardest thing about online learning is that it's, it's brand new territory. Like everybody wants to try so many different things. And then like you hear, oh, do this, do this. And it switches. It's the constant switch up. Mm-hmm. That's the hardest to deal with. Um, the technology part is not difficult only because um, our district is one-to-one. So we're used to dealing with computers and posting assignments. Um, I definitely don't think my kids are sitting in front of a computer all day, like eight to three. But it's easy for me to get assignments to them because they're used to using it in class. Right. Hmm. And the other hard part is just like it's being away from them. Like they have the opportunity to go in Google Hangouts and chat with the teachers, but it's different when you see them on a day-to-day basis and I can tell their reactions or their emotions when they walk in the door, what type of day it's going to be. I can do, I can tell all that just by saying good morning to them. But when I, when they're not walking into my classroom, it's hard to tell. That's what right my mom now, was saying. I can't see them. I can hear some of them because they have their Google Hangout, but their um, uh, webcams aren't working. So mm-hmm. I can hear them, but some of them I can't see. And you can tell that they miss just like interacting with teachers and their classmates. That's the hardest part of it right now. That's what my mom said. Like she said that it's different because she has to see her babies in quote. <laughs> Because it's just different. You can read emotions. It's just like doing this. Like when me and Kim are not in the same room and we're not doing video, it's harder for us to have a connection with it. So it, right. it makes sense. Um, And these kids are like, when we say like, I miss my kids, that's what you mean. Like teachers are with students more than parents throughout the year. Right. And they know things like, about, you know stuff about your students that their parents will never know. Indeed. <laughs> so it's a little different relationship like uh nick bailey's wife is a teacher down in auburn and she teaches mm-hmm. uh kindergarten and she was talking about how trying to teach online for kindergarten students is like you might as well just quit <laughs> teaching kindergarten in person is hard i like my hat to kindergarten teachers it is that was my my hardest semester was trying to teach kindergarten <laughs> so i can just imagine like their little brains trying to focus on the computer screen and look at everybody and uh-uh. i can just imagine like i did student teaching in seventh grade with at ed white and that was the worst months of my life <laughs> and i was like oh i don't want to do this I I didn't know. I didn't want to do this. <laughs> but I wish I had a part of me wish I had done uh younger kids if I'd done elementary ed instead of secondary. Maybe I would Yeah, I started off as a secondary major. I wanted to start my goal was I wanted to be like Coach Scott. I wanted to Me be too. <laughs> and I wanted to be a cheer coach. That's all I wanted to do. I wanted to teach coach high school cheerleading. And then my mom was like, hey, you know, you're the size of a high schooler, so I'm not really sure you can teach high school. I was like, maybe you should move to elementary to start out and then work your way up. So I was like, okay, you're right. I tried high school one day, and I was like, this is a bit much. So then I moved down to elementary. <laughs> <laughs> See, I wish somebody had had that come. I wish somebody had had that come to Jesus moment with me because I was literally, I was going to be a history teacher like Coach Scott. And maybe a football coach do something else. I don't know. And that did not work out at all. Because, 
like everybody was hiring football coaches. So yeah. I'm competing with people that have experience and have a winning record. And I'm just like But you're a male. You are like would have been two steps ahead of me. So like as a female trying to be a history teacher in a high school arena, it's a little harder because you're right, everybody's looking for coaches. Right. Either football or baseball or basketball. So yeah, you you've been a few steps ahead. It's hard to get a, a female history teaching job. That's true. I I mean if I had moved out of Huntsville, I would I'd be good. It's just I I tried to stay here. That's yeah. what stunted my uh my career. But maybe one day we'll go back. We don't know. Hate my job now. So I mean, can't be any worse than that. <laughs> and you can still coach on the side if you want to coach. Just go up there and tell them, Hey, I would like to coach or I'm interested. Yeah, thank you. I'm a I'm a dude. I know lots of people who coach on the outside. Like they're called outside coaches. Yeah. I'm gonna do what Coach Guy did that one year he did soccer. He just he just had them running gassers. <laughs> like, bro, I don't think you ever seen soccer. <laughs> I don't think that was his um, arena. <laughs> he was just like, hey, I guess I'm doing it. <laughs> Times I'm new. <laughs> but uh, good old Coach Scott. I still be uh hitting him up, up on Facebook every now and then. He be liking some of the crazy stuff I be posting. I mean, this dude's it, man. <laughs> Him and Coach Swearington. I'm friends with uh, his wife. This is my cheer coach. So. And I'm friends with Coach Scott, too. But I'm like, friends with Coach Scott. I don't think he reacts to anything that I post. So. <laughs> <laughs> he probably don't even remember who I am. I was one of his favorites, low-key. I was like, you would be surprised, Kim. I mean, I could see why you would be one of his favorites. For one, you were into that shit. Two, you were smart. <laughs> you didn't cause any trouble, and you play football. I was a perfect student <laughs> until I had to fight people. Because, yeah. But no, people do not be remembering me. Yeah, people do remember you. Yeah. Stop playing. They Stop. act like they don't remember you. They remember I'll be seeing you. people and I'll be like, oh my God, they're so and so. And I'll just be looking them dead in their face, like, hey, what's up? And they be so confused. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> People be coming up to me all the time. I'll be like, man. You look the exact same, Juice. That's why. Both of y'all look the same. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm going to look this way for the rest of my life. And I've just accepted that. <laughs> Might as well get used to it. Except for when this, you know, when it, just trying to protect the eyebrows and you know contour. <laughs> I'm the person out here. <laughs> right, brand new bitch. I mean, Kim do be popping up looking brand new a lot of places, so it makes sense that be like I don't know who this person is. Yeah, I'm trying to grow up a little bit. I mean, my face is the same. I just changed my hair every now and then. 
all the time. Right. <laughs> He's like, you never know. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah. So yeah, people remember me younger. I'm surprised younger people remember me that weren't like in high school yet. Like, man, I wasn't out here like that. Like, no, you went to school with my brother and my sister. Like, okay. Well, sign on this See, line. The only, people, <laughs> the only people that know me that weren't in high school with us would be my sister's friends. But as far as anything else, I don't know any of the younger cats. Some people are still. Hey, cool cats and kittens. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I've watched that so many more times. Like that, I'm willing to admit. Like, hey, sometimes I'd be bored. I'd be like, we just throw one of these episodes on. I just walk around the house like Carol Baskin. If Tiger King hadn't dropped at this time, we all would have lost our minds. That's what kept us all the, like at ease for a couple of weeks. We were like, "Yeah, let's just get this Tiger King content." Perfect. Speaking of like Netflix shit dropping, did you start uh, Black as Fuck Rose? I'm torn. I haven't started it yet. I'm getting a lot of mixed reviews about <laughs> whether or not I should start it. Um, the previews are doing nothing for me. The commercials, I'm just like blank staring at the TV. I don't think it's going to make me cackle like I need to, but um, right. <laughs> some people are saying they're dying laughing at it and some people are like, pass. This is awful. If you um, watch only the first like episode or the first, like I saw a lot of people say they watched the first 20 minutes and they cut it off, you're not going to like it. You have to watch multiple episodes to understand it because that shit is funny. But That's exactly what people said about Family Reunion with those bad wigs. No, it ain't that bad. <laughs> it, it ain't favorite reunion bad. It's just yeah, like it's like uh, it's kind of like Curb Your Enthusiasm. I'm gonna give me some more wine. Okay, like have you seen Curb Your Enthusiasm? Mm-mm. I love Curb Your Enthusiasm. I mean, that's just that's a dry humor thing, though. That's what it is. It's dry humor, and I've oh, I dry humor. I'm there, you know. I've more or less learned that a lot of black people don't mess with dry humor at all. Yeah, you know, it got to so? be like running around the house screaming and laughing. Right, or it's not funny. Yeah. Like, black people just got on the office. <laughs> the office been out for like 15 years. Forever. <laughs> and just like, right. like, yeah, this show is kind of funny. Like, no kidding. <laughs> and then it's just the same as like with Seinfeld. What you drinking? Man, I'm I'm blind. I realize that I can't see anything no more. All these computer screens. But yeah. Black AF. You know. I will say today I started um the Innocence Project on Netflix. I started I started Ozark. Ozark is good. I heard Ozark was really good. And the previews look like something I can roll with. Yeah. So I'm going to try that. Uh, Ozark also. 
Yeah, what's the Innocence Project? It's about um people who are incarcerated for like a long time, but they're innocent. Oh, okay. And how they the innocent project the innocence project to try to get out of prison. And this last one I just watched, this man was in jail for thirty three years. Oh no. A home invasion murder. And um he said he didn't do it, but they kept going off a of bite analysis saying that like he bit the woman's inner thigh and that it matched his teeth marks. But they're trying to say like, you know, that's not really credible. Right. Like his DNA was nowhere at the scene, but they're like, oh, that's his bite mark. Mm. So that kind of stuff like seeing people talk about how they have been in jail for decades for stuff that they haven't done that kind of stuff makes me so emotional (laughs) it's hard to watch but i'm very much into um like i find prison life interesting like little known secret for all you listeners (laughs) i actually do do like the i love lock up locked up is my favorite show i watch like girls incarcerated on netflix is good College Behind Bars is really good. It's about the debate. I've seen that one. That was good. That's really good. Yeah. Um, I listened to Ear Hustle podcast. That's really good. It's from San Quentin Prison. Mm-hmm. Solid. <laughs> I don't know. I just think like the justice system is real trash. So I just find like the prison system like it's interesting. And then how we have the worst one. Yep. I see that I, firsthand um, I every day. Watching, I started watching um how to fix a drug scandal. I guess we just I, gonna have a whole like Netflix yeah. segment right here. What are we watching? I started watching um I watched the first part of How to Fix a Drug Scandal and that shit was very crazy. Okay. And I'm only on the first part. I'm only on episode three. Yeah, that is crazy. Um for Black AF though. When it was on Twitter the other day and people were running through getting mad that Rashida Jones was in it be like well she always acted like she was white in all these shows like what shows were y'all watching she never just came out what'd you say she's the mom on the show Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. so people what other shows has she been on the office community uh he wasn't on the office like heavy though that one season yeah out of how many seasons? Ten? Seven? Nine? Eight? I mean. But I mean, she was a big part of that season. Because yeah, that, that's I mean, when true. Jim and that's right before Jim and right. Pam got together. Right, right, right. And she is she's been in a lot of stuff. But uh yeah, people were really black Twitter be getting on my nerves sometimes. I'm I mean, like, do they want her to identify her? Her character roles is biracial every time she takes part in something. Is but she that like, but that's the thing. They weren't even doing the knowledge of it. Like it's based on Kenya Barris's life, and his wife is mixed, so she's playing a mixed person. They, oh, no, I'm talking about in the Office. Oh, uh, they didn't really say anything, but in that uh, that one episode where Michael asked her, was she uh, eth- was she exotic? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my god! That dude's an idiot. It's so. I mean, I love that show. So basically, for for black as fuck, she's the biracial mom. Yeah, married to a black man, mm-hmm. and the issue is nothing because people didn't watch the show. They watched 
the previews like, oh, I'm not going to watch this. I mean, I was one of those people, too. I was one of those people, too. <laughs> but, but, like, one night I was just like, man, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to force myself to watch it. And I did it. I'm gonna give it a try tonight. Don't get mad don't at me if you don't like it, it though. I'm gonna I'm I'm also give it a try tonight, and we gonna we gonna see. Because when you get late, when you get later in the episodes, that's when I was like, nah, I love this show. Because like, if you take it too seriously, like on face value, you'll be like, yeah, this show is. But if you take it as a satire of bougie black families. Okay. Hmm. But do, do you watch Blackish Rose? Yes, I love Blackish. And let me tell you, I felt the same way about Blackish. When it first came out, I was like, ooh, I don't know. Because like all these articles was like, it's a modern day Cosby show. And I was like, oh, don't tell that line. Like, right. it's doing too much. <laughs> but at first, and I didn't, I didn't know if I was going to like it. But I love Blackish, Grownish, Nickish. Yeah. Three. I haven't watched any of the issues, so... <laughs> any of the ish I'm ishless <laughs> I am ishless <laughs> that's gotta be the episode title that's gotta be the episode title <laughs> I just don't I don't know I just really don't be like into TV and shows that much anymore like it is really hard for me to sit down and get into TV and then too like it's so much out that everybody's watching and everybody's talking about. I think I just get overwhelmed at that at that fact. Like everybody's like, "Oh, you gotta watch this and you gotta watch this." And now I have a whole list of things that I have to watch. Like I don't like that pressure. I don't like that. <laughs> we uh, have a schedule that sits on the coffee table. It has our weekly yeah. schedule. Of all the I've seen <laughs> the movies that we're gonna watch for the coronavirus. One list for who? It's that's way too much of a commitment. I can't I remember what comes on each night. So then that way, if I miss it, I know. Oh, Ooh. I miss it. Let me go back and, and watch it. The only Let's thing see. I was watching consistently that's the was in you. Yeah, that, that is, is playing it. We have that's a calendar. <laughs> so Kim, are you saying that you have a hard time committing to things? Let's let's uh, investigate that a little bit more. <laughs> Um, I have a hard time committing to frivolous things. I'll say oh, that. just frivolous things. <laughs> no deeper seated commitment issues, huh? Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But uh, Blackish, I I love Blackish. It's pretty like when you first start watching it, it's almost like Blackish because it's based on his life, and Blackish is based on his life too. But, like, he's so absurd about it. He's so much more meaner than Anthony Anderson is. <laughs> and he's not a likable person. But that's what makes it funny. So, mm-hmm. it's weird. I'm I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it a shot. I also, like I said, I started watching Ozark. And that show is crazy. And it's like... Yeah. It's kind of Breaking Bad-ish. But it's... Uh, uh, also, I really like the characters. Like that Ruth girl, she's um also what we'll describe as cute in a meth kind of way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, huh? If she had never used meth, she'd be kind of cute. <laughs> but, okay, <laughs> that's a little weird. But uh, 
what else? I started watching something else. I think I'm gonna rewatch the uh the wire. The whole yeah, the whole show. Yeah, <laughs> like because every time I rewatch it, it like I I see something I didn't see the first time. Like because I first yeah, started watching it when I was a kid, and I didn't know. It's another one I haven't. I haven't. That really is one of the greatest shows ever. What is it on? It's on HBO. But it's also a... uh, It's on Amazon Prime for free. Well, we just got a Roku TV in the living room, so... I guess I'll be... I guess I'll be... Um, What else? It's a... Man... I I really need to start taking advantage of HBO now more, so I think I'm gonna start watching more shows on HBO now more than ever. Now more. Than, if I hear <laughs> that again, bro, I'm so tired of hearing that in these commercials. We're in this together. Right. Y'all heard that they opened uh some of the beaches back up. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> what they say in hustle is we gonna die. <laughs> What are we doing, bro? Florida, man, we got We still don't have a vaccine. Like, what are they thinking? We don't have testing. We don't have testing. And they about to open everything back up, man. No, forty thousand people going. died, and we just like, you know what? I think the worst of us behind us. No, and they ain't even hit the south yet. That's the scary not, part. I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going. <laughs> when it hit Alabama, she's just keeping everything closed for right now. Because <laughs> I'd be like, she's not all the way there. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. An empty vessel. <laughs> so, what are the? Do we know or like what is going to open back up first in Alabama? I don't know. I know in Georgia, Georgia, Friday, barbershops and stuff open up. Like, I thought that Georgia, I yeah. thought they were supposed to be. Oh, <laughs> Dropped my whole phone. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that, uh, or my homeboy who is in Atlanta, he said that they're supposed to still be like under quarantine orders until the middle of May. I think the city of Atlanta yeah, is. She was going to pay barbers and hairstyles to stay at home. Right. <laughs> All of this is showing like how we don't know uh, the difference between state, local, and federal. And we don't know who has power in different ways. Because like one city might be on a different path from the rest of the state. And then one state might be on a different path from the whole country so speak on it like i don't know it's i have never seen some shit like this like i just i just like i'm i'm not i'm not it's gonna be crazy i don't care i don't care how slowly they think that they're gonna open things up it's just going to be crazy because people have been waiting so if you say that you're slowly opening this or we're just gonna only only gonna open a couple things at a time 
it's, you're still going to see people in masses out because they can't like, like, like <laughs> you can't I just I just don't like we we need to sit our asses down until we at least have testing and for sure until we have a vaccine but like as southerners we know that a lot of other southerners wink wink uh don't like to be told what to do and they will fight that tooth and nail southerners what did that i said clearly it's not just southerners yeah but it's it's also a certain demographic that's real mad yeah you feel like you're you're infringing on their rights (laughs) their rights their rights to get sick and die in the streets like people have a different idea of freedom than black people black people's idea of freedom is to be able to just live our life like within reason not even like be like let let me walk down the street while getting shot these people think I can't go to Home Depot (laughs) right now so I'm a slave (laughs) like bro Crystal Crystal tweeted today she was like they're opening the nail salons and barber shops and hair salons and stuff open first and that's where most black people are going to go and that is where we're going to see the another influx of black people dying and they know this notice that they didn't say anything about us opening up until the study showed that black people were the ones dying right like i'm not a conspiracy theorist but me neither but i mean that theory is laid out pretty well Well, what'd you say i'm gonna be okay all my people do hair at their house (laughs) (laughs) see look Niggas. I'm not going to get my hair done. I'm like, if I need to think I'm going to get my hair done, I'm not. I'm going to wait it out. I'm going to be fake. Niggas is always going to find a way. <laughs> and haircuts, nails done, Bruh. hairs done, lashes, all of this. My sister got an install like last week. <laughs> like, bruh, what are you doing? <laughs> my sister got weaved up in the quarantine. Yep. She's like, they're coming to my house tomorrow. I don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not about to be cute with nowhere to go. Like, that doesn't even make sense. Right. I'm just going to say all of this. Right. So when we get to step out, I'm going to be fly. Just get ready. Listen. Right. I'll be stunned on these hoes. I'll be out here dating, dating. <laughs> <laughs> with your gold chain. Oh, yeah. The gold chain going to be on deck. I got uh, a pair of shoes on the way right now. I am stocking up. You finna have your whole fuck boy uh, uniform together. Yep. Yep. Thought about it. I was like, what can I do to add a little bit of fuck boyness into my life so I could uh, benefit better in this dating situation? I was like, yeah, go with gold. <laughs> I need, see, I need, I need like, I need another six weeks of this so I can get my body together. Then I'll be ready to be, you know, out here. I saw somebody say they wish that a month ago they had just got a full body transformation, like a surgery. <laughs> <laughs> and then when all this it get out. I know. Oh <laughs> Do you hear me? And then just walk out and be like, oh, you look good. Be like, you yeah, have been eating right, cooking my old meals, <laughs> drinking water. Home workout, 
own workout. <laughs> right. I could have been laid up, relaxing, and recovering. story. <laughs> Man, whole BBL. Man, we were not seeing the bigger picture. <laughs> we're clearly thinking ahead here, too. Clearly. Like. <laughs> like, for the next quarantine, I mean, I'm getting surgery done. <laughs> And then with the with the all this uh, money these niggas getting, I'm not gonna be surprised if a couple boob jobs come out of this. Oh yeah, it's gonna be everywhere. Because <laughs> all these all these folks getting the unemployment, which is up to like eight hundred dollars a week now. Yeah. Plus the stimulus, like. Plus, you technically like some people are not having to pay rent or any type of bill because they right. can't cut you off. Niggas is finna come out with new body parts. God, I see what you're doing for other people. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, honey. I receive you, Lord. <laughs> when and three man. touch and agree. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Man, speaking of touching the grief, my mama been having church via Zoom every Sunday, which is like the blackest thing ever. Um, I just can't, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it, y'all. <laughs> Why? You know, it's just so, I don't know, it's too, everything is about like, the wrath and and this is you know these are the last days and we got to get ready and we need to you know we must get our families in order and i'm just like oh my god like i cannot deal with this whole ominous church service (laughs) every week about stream my church like they've been live streaming since before corona so i just i just live stream and sit on the couch Amen. Thanks. Like suddenly everybody is like, this is this is the sign, you know, this is what God was showing me signs about a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago. And man, I'm glad I know, left the church like that. Your, <laughs> you have your your prophet people who were all like, I had dreams and this was in my dream and I'm just like, Oh my god. Okay, I understand so now. <laughs> y'all wasn't trying to warn nobody about these dreams when you was having them. You gonna wait till after it happens? Like, <laughs> Hindsight is twenty twenty, kid. I like I can't, I can't. I'm tired. I'm tired of the Corona themed church services. I can't do it no more. But that's a whole bag for a lot of people. That like that's how they got to gloom and doom you into open up your pockets. <laughs> and I just, I, I refuse. Like it's already hard enough out here. I don't need to hear this from the preacher. You supposed to help me. <laughs> and see now now they trying to be on some and you know, I have been you know, I felt led to to step out of the church for a while. But I was condemned when I wasn't going to church. But now now That's the way. <laughs> right. So I'm just like, bruh, I'm sick of y'all. Y'all have too many I don't even know. I don't even know what to call it. Do y'all think the world's ending? No. <laughs> no. No. First of all, it's, 
people still out here. People still out here in these streets. For one, as long as grocery stores and restaurants are open, niggas gonna need. We gonna be out here. To be all the way honest, my life really Mm -hmm. hasn't changed much. Yeah, because you've been still actually going to work. Like, you're not working from home. You've been going to work. Your off days are the same. Yeah. The only difference is on my off days, I can't just go chill and hang out places. Now, today, I did go to Andy's Seafood. And I got crawfish, and that shit was bussing. <laughs> I had to wait for, like, 40 minutes, though. That It was crazy. That sounds good as hell. But, yeah, I mean, there's still people out. You'd be surprised how many people are really out here every day. No, I'm not. Because every time, every time I go anywhere, I'm like, traffic is still the same the only difference i really notice is like maybe later hours in the night like after 10 yeah it's definitely like super dead when it's easy for me to make my way down the street but like regular hours of the day when i'm still jumping at five (laughs) o'clock yeah now at seven seven or eight university dead like because like i work nights so like about eight o'clock, streets die, and then by twelve o'clock when I get off, is ain't nobody but cops out. That's why I be driving slow. <laughs> Luckily, they ain't gonna stop that F one fifty because they think it's a white boy behind it. But <laughs> hey, cars will change the way you get profiled. When I had that dope boy car, I was getting stopped every everywhere. <laughs> I mean, right. I have a Mustang with an Auburn sticker on the back, so they probably also think white boy. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. You got to trick the system, <laughs> guys. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just really wondering. I'm really wondering what's gonna happen in these next couple of weeks. These folks at these beaches. I mean, because if they're opening the beaches back up, does that also mean that they have to open up the resorts and the hotels? Oh, yeah. That's why they're trying to do it. They're trying to get that money. It's all I, understand, money. I understand they're trying to stimulate the economy, but... I think that could... I think that cake been baked, though. I think we're about to be in a depression. It don't, it don't sit right in my spirit right now for them to be especially the beach of all places like i just feel like it's just that's where people are gonna flock to so there's no way number one you cannot be socially distanced at the beach no or at a bowling alley or a movie theater or a barbershop <laughs> none of these places they all require spe- like being right up on somebody else like I do think it's just disgusting that people are really ready to throw away people for quote unquote the economy. Like <laughs> these are people with families and lives, and they're just like, no, you gotta get back to work. Did you see what the uh, lieutenant governor of Texas said yesterday? No. Let, let me pull up what because I want to say exactly how he said it. He said, there are more important things than living. What? (laughs) What in the get out movie? Right. (laughs) To restart the economy is more important things than living. 
because they're Sir, opening back the 27th. If we are not alive, there ain't going to be no economy. They ain't even looking that far ahead. But that's also the same dude that said he was willing to uh, to die to save the economy for his uh, grandchildren and children. I'm done. I'm I ain't tired. Not, bro. I'm very confused. I'm confused. <laughs> I refuse to die over capitalism. Like, heaven forbid something happened to be at work. I will dra- I will drag my body outside into the street and die before I die at work. <laughs> I will I not that. die for this. <laughs> like, but these people are losing their minds though. It's I more- am, I'm just I'm baffled at the stupidity of the the governing members of our society. Oh yeah, it's. <laughs> And have you noticed that Trump has quit saying uh, to take that that medicine, the hydroxyquine or whatever? The, the chloroquine? Yeah. Like, he was like, something. he was saying all of that stuff the whole time. And the last couple of weeks, he stopped saying it. It's because they did. Well, because, some- I mean, so many other people kept saying, like, kept saying, don't take that shit. You're not, you can't just. Right. No. Um, so they did light testing of it and they did it with people at the VA who had tested positive for coronavirus. 28% of them died. What a dumbass. He bought like, the- why are they not more ashamed of the blood on their hands? It's cause it's not their kids and it's not people that look like them. That's what it is. They don't care. Like, I man, I just I hope he don't get reelected, and I think he is gonna get reelected. I'm nervous. I'm very nervous. Cause it's like, man, I don't know. It's just wild. I don't see a good end to this. <laughs> Cause if he win a reelection, we might as well just throw this whole next four years away. <laughs> I don't I don't really I don't want to speak it but I'm very I'm very nervous <laughs> like I'm very nervous at this point especially with all of this going on and how it's happening and he's nonchalant about it. he's just like another day <laughs> I, I saw somebody they were like let's pray for the president and all this stuff I was like yo where was this energy during Obama? Because y'all weren't paying, praying for the president. Y'all were saying he was the devil and all this other stuff. And he was... Ooh, I he was the other day. Yeah. What? <laughs> Somebody posted about paying, praying for the president and he came in quick. Why didn't you say this for Obama? <laughs> <laughs> like that be, Let me talk to you real quick, player. Hello, I'm glad you actually posted this. I'm here to uh, let my opinion be known. Cause I like every now and then, like I'll be going in on Facebook for real anymore. But every now and then, I'd be like, "Yeah, somebody gotta get this work." Like, yeah. <laughs> like, and you and she was the contestant that day. Cause I like her, but it's just, yeah. it's just I was like, "Yo, you gotta get this work too." And she was like, "I prayed for the president and all this." And I was like, ah. "A lot of other saints didn't." So let's talk about that. We ain't gonna just be I'm like what well, I did. I'm not praying for no president who don't pray. 
Right. Everybody's like, oh, you shouldn't bully him. You know, like. The biggest bully. Respect the office. No. I've never seen a president bully others like this. <laughs> On a daily basis. So openly. Just like. Again, like <laughs> On Twitter. Like to be treated. Right. Isn't that a golden rule? We learned that in <laughs> kindergarten. That's what we teach. Right. <laughs> That's where we come in. But I don't know. They just have a disconnect, man. Like they act like like we I don't know how we live in two different realities. Where they be like, Yeah, he's working hard for the American people. When have you seen him work for anybody but Donald Trump? Man, when have you seen him work? That's that's the stop the question right there. <laughs> that's really what I thought he was gonna stop. <laughs> Questions that need answer, but like, like what? It's man, we live in a stupid country though, and that I, I don't know. I be thinking sometimes we smarter than what we are. We are not. People are dumb. <laughs> no, we are not. <laughs> we are not. We can't be when we are led by dumbasses like this. Like we can't. We can't be. We. <laughs> we can't be. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm so stupid. laughs> but yeah. uh, wait, I didn't I didn't I didn't feel like we were this dumb when Obama was our president. Uh, pe- people were embarrassed to say stupid stuff because we'd be like, You idiot. But like now people feel emboldened by stupidity and they're like, I'm just gonna let this fly. And no, that ain't how it works, man. And also, people are trying to rewrite history, acting like Obama did stuff like this. Like, no, never. He would never do like just bully people for no reason. Like that Trump. Some of them Trump tweets be funny though. I ain't even gonna lie. I be laughing at some of them. Bruh, I watch Donald Trump for entertainment and nothing else. He's funny. Like he's really, really funny. Like in the way that like I don't he's not meaning to be funny. Like if he meant to be funny, he wouldn't be funny. When he when he dipped out on that lady after she said that she had <laughs> a fever, <laughs> a slight fever. <laughs> he ain't playing no game. He said, "Oop, nope." It's <laughs> like. Nigga, like he's so childish, but at the same time, that's that's your reaction to somebody saying they having a slight fever during the pandemic, where the symptoms are having fever, but you want to open the economy back up, right? Or you want to close the immigration system, but you want everybody to go back to work, so people can't come to this country, but they need to go to work. It's messed up, man. The funniest thing to me that Trump did in the last couple of weeks was when Bernie dropped out. And then he was like, oh, so now uh, Sleepy Joe Biden's going to get into uh, the nomination and we'll win in uh, November. And then he was like, but what is this about the delegates? Why is Bernie keeping delegates? What's that about? And I'm just thinking, this messy ass nigga. <laughs> like, sir, you are not a Democrat. That is not your business. You just trying to start mess. But it's funny because he's petty. He's a child 
Yeah. I, I just want to know what Melania is doing because she's been fed up with his ass forever. She is riding away, honey. Right. Chilling. <laughs> you can tell she didn't sign up for any of this stuff. She was just like, man, I got a little sugar daddy. I'm a, he gonna die eventually and we gonna be good. She didn't know any of this was gonna happen. Check. Check. But, yeah. So what do y'all, how do y'all think it's gonna be when we finally open back up fully and we've got the vaccine we have you know testing obviously I'm hoping testing comes before a vaccine um what do y'all how do y'all think it's gonna be like because it's, it's definitely not gonna be the same as how it was I don't think anything will ever really be the same like not the way it was or it won't be for a long time like if we had kids or something I don't think our kids would grow up into a world like the one we grew up in which is that never happens but I think this changes a lot of things like even living like constant fear of this yeah because it's never going to go away I just think about like when flu season comes back around people are going to be afraid that it's COVID yeah I didn't even think about that and that's very true. Because especially if it's not going to be a vaccine. We're going we gonna to start taking flu season way more serious. Yeah. Like, man, I'm staying my butt at home. Right. <laughs> that's the so only... I'm just wondering how, like, businesses are going to hold up with, with so many people still being, like, skeptical. Because it's, it's a lot of businesses that already had to shut down. Yeah. It's a lot of businesses also that are that are doing their social distancing now before they open like their lobbies and stuff. So they'll have a plan in place. Like I went, whoever is actually opening back up. I think everybody is still trying to do like as cautious as possible. Social distancing is going to save our lives. That's the only thing because we can't rely on the government to do anything. So we have to take it on ourselves just to be smart. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be rough. Listen, niggas, niggas are gonna nig. It's gonna be barbecue, <laughs> uh, house parties. I'm gonna throw a little soiree, uh, but it's gonna it's gonna be a while though. <laughs> Forty seven is gonna be busting. Forty seven is doing a curbside pickup for a hot box. See. Somebody, girl, somebody had a hot box on my Snapchat the other day. I said, is that from 47? And he was like, yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute now. I might have to. <laughs> <laughs> we were awakened, Rosie. Her inner thought is awakened. Like, hold up. <laughs> Yo. Yes, ma'am. He had a five piece. With fries? Ma'am. With fries. The lemon pepper. I have to take the crew and let's see if we can, you know, everybody go in their own car, but we ride through there. <laughs> you feel me? The high box is not to be played with. What is the first uh, place you gonna go, like, to hang out after? Oh, I got my day planned. I'm ready. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is <laughs> I would like to um, get a massage first. <laughs> Okay, let me get a mani and pedi. 
find out. I don't know if I want to. Maybe I should get the Manny Petty first because I'm always like go all out and get jail nails. I'm doing everything, so you know. <laughs> get Manny Petty. I want a full hour massage, and after that, I need to get my hair done. But I want to go like to a salon. I want to lay back in the bowl. I haven't wa- like got my hair washed in a long time. I always have to wash it myself. I want the works. And then after that, <laughs> the next day, <laughs> I want brunch. Eat. Okay. Lunch and dinner. <laughs> oh, yes. 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 Doing it rotation. For all three. Different outfits <laughs> for all three. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna go to eat brunch and change clothes. I'm doing online shopping right now to prepare for right <laughs> preparation. <laughs> like, what's my first day? I know I gotta get a haircut. That's number one. <laughs> then I gotta uh. I'm gonna mangoes, hit up mangoes, eat Ooh, so there. Come on, jerk chicken. I'll be dreaming about it, bro. It'd be calling me. <laughs> oh, they probably they probably doing curbside. I know uh, Corona University. I know M and K is. Yeah, M and K is. But a lot of these places for curbside, they ain't answering the phones. So you gotta literally yeah. go up there and wait. And I ain't with I did it for Andy's today. Just because I wanted crawfish. But you yeah. know what's magical though? Ever since the corona hit, it is so interesting to see how how the world can be adapted for everybody. Like everybody is willing to change their, you know, oh, we don't do that anymore. So yeah. they can do that. Like I went to Smoothie King today and um I ordered online and then they were like, um, just call the restaurant when you get outside. So I called the restaurant and the man's like, oh, what kind of car are you in? I'll bring it right out to you. And I'm like, now y'all didn't do that before. Right. But now, magically, everybody, University Chick-fil-A, they have a whole parking lot full for curbside delivery. They've been leaving. I see that they've been leaving these personal messages on the bags and shit. Yep. Yes. They have. (laughs) I'm not dogging Chick-fil-A. I don't want anybody in my mentions. Chick-fil-A is the king. You understand? Like, I'm fine. (laughs) I love Chick-fil-A. I'm just saying. Now everybody has a way where they can, like, truly accommodate people. Like, that post on Facebook that's like, um, all of a sudden, that job you couldn't do from home, you can do, like, people are able to go without, businesses are able to go without, or help you in different ways. Like, it can be done. Yeah. But people just didn't want to. But now we're in a position where we have to. Right. That type of so stuff. I expect all this to stay up after a coronavirus. Another thing is... You, all, you always find your true strengths when you are down to nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what a lot of these companies are having to figure out is how to stay afloat and keep bringing in revenue when we have to either cut half of our staff or all of our staff. Right. So I also hope that they keep to go alcoholic beverages because my drunk self yeah. was so excited when I was like, oh, so I can get a to go cup? Yeah. <laughs> especially, especially the uh the Mexican places with the margaritas by yeah. the yes. like that is that is a motherfucking economic <laughs> miracle bro if we had drive through liquor stores and daiquiri shops though hey. 
we can survive. <laughs> The first time my husband and I went to uh, New Orleans, we went to the Ruby Slipper, and I had a peach bellini, and the girl's like, oh, do you want us to go cup? I was like, oh, no, it's okay. We drove over. She was like, so do you want us to go cup? And I was like, wow, y'all do this? Yes. New Orleans <laughs> like, is live. Y'all don't know this. Cool. <laughs> Interesting. And then. Yeah. That's how um, the doing. But, you know, like, they've been doing the Purple Cup thing in Huntsville, too. So I bet that's going to expand even more after all of this. Yeah, I always wondered why it was only downtown. Like, It's downtown like, and uh, st- on Stove House and at uh, 805. Uh, yeah. Still, it's very, very like remote, very like they tried location. They try to do entertainment districts. So I think I think around Furniture Factory you can do it too. Like between the Lumberyard Furniture Factory and Rocket Republic downtown. Yeah. Still niche location, bro. Burger. What is that? Furniture Factory has the best burger. Furniture Factory's Furniture food Factory is good. good. They got, got good food. Like all their food is but that spicy chicken sandwich. Their fish tacos. <laughs> It's only been one time we had like our little 10-year class reunion. One of our events was there. I was like, I want a burger. Best decision ever. Burger and fries. Their oh, steaks goodness. are amazing, too. I got steaks? Yeah. They also have uh, they have steak night. They have it all. They have $10 I'm steak night. Places to go after Corona. They have, t- <laughs> <laughs> they have $10 steak night on Mondays, too. And I didn't know I'm that. Plan the week. Chance put me on that. Like, cause Chance used to go every Monday and then like they have the steak and then they have a buffet of like mashed potatoes and other stuff. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> She's making a note. I'm like, I'm been... <laughs> in the week, the get out week. Like. Get oh, out oh. week. I need to know where I'm going. <laughs> I told you it's gonna be a first day out T Grizzly style. Oh like. yeah. It's about to be bad, bro. It's about to be everywhere. <laughs> that's that's another another thing too though, is like if people are really gonna be out, niggas is gonna be out here fighting too though. Yeah. Because people are gonna people are gonna get drunk. <laughs> Let me get my that's where I want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's it. Yo. It's gonna be man. People gonna be out here wilding. It's gonna be fights. It's gonna be all type of scandalous stuff, and we just gotta be ready, it's, prayed up. Especially, uh, especially hey. downtown. All them drunk white kids. The cheaters are gonna get exposed, bro. Ooh, it's about to be bad. Hey, <laughs> it's gonna be scandalous. Juice, your job gonna get crazy because niggas is going to jail. You yes. Yo, believe this or not, niggas is still going to jail. I believe it. I believe it. Like, these people are idiots. Like, why would you be out driving when you know you got warrants? Like, without a Especially doubt. Especially now. Especially now when cops are really out here. Yeah. And then, <laughs> man, cops be riding me now Bro. way worse than they did before. <laughs> Same, like running. I can tell when a cop is running my tag because they'll right. be behind me for a while and then they'll speed off. 
sometimes they be doing that when I pull into like a gas station stuff. They'll still be right behind me from a distance. Like I can't see them. Like, dude, I'm in a truck. I can see everything behind me. <laughs> like, you don't think I'll see your uh your lights and everything? I do right. this. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, niggas dumb if they out here trying to play games while cops are on super patrol right now. Yeah, it's yeah. But yeah, we're gonna be busy as soon as all this open up. That's why I might take a personal day before. We'll we'll talk about that on another day. <laughs> Cause that uh it's infuriating. How long um how long do we have? We have an hour and forty six minutes. Okay. I yep. think that's I think that's good. Do we have any any uh, wrap up notes? Anything you'd like to say, Rose? Where can the people find you or you don't want the people to find you? <laughs> they go find you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um my Instagram, my teacher Instagram is teach and reach the number six and then TH. Teach and reach six. So if you're in education that is supposed to like a lot of stuff that we're doing in our school and in our classroom to connect with students, um, e learning or not. I've had it for about two or three years now. So it's a fun way to interact. Um yeah. My yes, yes, yes. Is a little complicated. What'd you say? <laughs> my personal Instagram is a little complicated. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> if you okay. follow me on my teacher page, I'll follow you back. Um, like I was wondering how we were gonna do this because I was like, man, I hope I don't get her in trouble because <laughs> we be wilding on here. Like, yeah, it was pretty tame today. Pretty I know. I, I tried to not curse <laughs> as much as I usually do. I noticed you guys were tamed, but um, yeah. I talked to my teacher friends who are like my mentors, you know? And you know, the one we did the photo shoot with, I talked to them and I was like, hey, I got an invite. So they were like, just don't get fired. (laughs) It was just like, yeah, let's let our friend get fired doing this. (laughs) That would not be a good look. You're gonna do fine. We would never have any other guest on. For one, we would not put you out there like that. Right. We would it, yeah, I did Yeah. Now, Thomas Glenn. <laughs> right. Because he ain't nobody's teacher. I was like, dude, do you want me to put your name on there? Yeah, I don't care. I was like, man, you sure? <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> like, you talked a little reckless on here. <laughs> a little. <laughs> Yeah. He'd be venting all the time. He'd be blowing my phone up with all kind of crazy stuff. <laughs> that, like, well, this was fun. Yep. So, thank you. Um, yeah, thanks for coming. Thanks for being our guest and such. Like, I feel like a celebrity low key. Everybody's like, send me the link. And I was like, <laughs> If he goes left, I will not be sending you. <laughs> right. It's like we will. Uh, yeah, just just watch out for when we post it or whatever, and then you can share. How nervous you were you going something. into this? Huh? How nervous were you going into this? 
Um, I was a little nervous, but uh, when people ask me about my job, like that's the one area I'm very confident talking in. <laughs> like I was like, I do pretty good in job interviews, so this should be okay. Right. Like I had to, I had to tell her to calm down at first because she was like, "Do I need to research anything? Like, do I need to know?" Like, I was like, "Ma'am." <laughs> no ma'am. Like, what do I need to be prepared to discuss? Politics, trending topics, trivia. Like, <laughs> and then and then I had to reassure her, I'm like, you already stay on top of that, so no. <laughs> You'll be fine. Like we've been doing it long enough to where we can eventually like we started rough, but eventually we get into the groove. I had to go back and listen to old episodes because I was like, what do they do with special guests? Like, let me see how this works. <laughs> well, Man, but- we finna come up our two year, our two years coming up. Yeah, uh, so we we'll doing a live show. I don't know. What are we gonna oh do? Gosh, for I can be like, future? I can be like Dustin in a Sante, but like. <laughs> <laughs> Man, like we are we gonna break quarantine rules and just like have people over and just talk about shit, like have a raw ass episode for two years or we can have you up should to- invite people to um over and then like everybody sit there in a um a face mask. <laughs> <laughs> um we can have up to a hundred people in Zoom rooms. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. That sounds like that sounds like a lot. People up here too, you know that. Like you can make it where they have to raise their hand, and that way people won't be like talking over mm-hmm. each other. And we gonna let our teacher cool. friend get everybody alive. Be like, I-, I gotta raise your hand. <laughs> <laughs> she is real my deal. Mom, my mom had a sorority meeting the other day. She said it was three hundred of them on there, and they were voting, passing like new laws. She had to raise her hand. Like I had to teach her. My mama is like, she just turned 70. And I had to, yes, honey. I had to teach her how to, how to like raise her hand. But I had to do it on the phone because she won't let me come in her house. So I had to do it on the phone with her on FaceTime, which she doesn't understand how to use. So she was like, I was like, mom, turn the camera around. Like this? Like she said, <laughs> but it was a lot going on. But she said that um, when she finally got the hang of it, it was about 300 people on there and they, like voted to do stuff. Um, yeah, it was complicated, but they finally got it. That's crazy. Damn. First of all, I did not know your mama was seventy years old. <laughs> did that part shake you the most? Like shook, honey. Shooketh. <laughs> what? Oh, just turned seventy. Wow, that's crazy. She really does. Okay, black woman out here. Black excellence. Not cracking. Yeah. Damn, seventy though. <laughs> That's thing. real. That's that real. Is. Dang, that is crazy. That is so crazy. Um. Yeah, anyway, and I did I have. I was gonna one. say like she been out here. I did have one other question. What's up? You said you listened to some old podcast with guests. Which one was the craziest uh-huh. one? <laughs> <laughs> y'all cut up every week though I know and do except for the weeks when we both in a bad space that should be dark <laughs> <laughs> it'd be funny and though and <laughs> do uh, 
Well, y'all can't see my screen while I'm pointing at people, but Kim, yeah. <laughs> Kim be going, like, Kim be having me right there with her, though. We like, man, fuck it, bro. <laughs> my girl's going to do it. Going to do it, fam. Yeah, uh, my shirt. Oh, please do. Thank you for shirts. <laughs> Yes. Please do please do. Um. So I think we're good. Anything else, Kim? Um. I don't think so. Honestly. Every time we end, I always think of something else we could have talked about. So right. <laughs> like, <laughs> man, I already cut the mics off. <laughs> it's gonna be weird no. when you get back here. Like when you start coming in, it's gonna be weird, bro. Be like, dang. No, it's not. I feel like it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be exciting. We're gonna be, we're gonna be turnt. It's gonna be lit. <laughs> we'll be like, hey, buddy, what's up? What's up, my nigga? It's gonna, nah, it's gonna be like a color purple <laughs> at the end. <laughs> oh my god. Me and you will never part. Um, no, I think that's. I think that's it. I think. I think we covered a good bit. Okay, so I'm gonna. We got our. We got our teacher in quarantine perspective. Okay, so our new tradition is we take a picture with our guest. So. Oh wait, yeah. Get cute. <laughs> get cute. Get cute. <laughs> Look at. <laughs> Y'all wild. I always gotta throw up the peace sign because you know peace and love out here. Peace and love. So let me know. Wait, God. I got it. Let me see. My eyes crossed. I'm struggling. Oh my god. <laughs> let me see. Oh my goodness. I think it's good. My eyes are crossed, so yeah, that's always that. Should we take one more for good measure or? Yeah. Okay. 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 Yep. It's good. Good. How my blood looking I'm going to look bald headed. Okay. <laughs> Girl, bye. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Rose. You're welcome. See y'all soon. See ya. Bye. Bye. So, thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Kirby Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Juice. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday.